0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of the Goose and Gamble's podcast. My name is Joe Pulte, joined always by my cohort, Mr. Jordan Collins. Choco, how are we living on this fine Saturday morning?
1: I haven't slept in days. I want baseball to be over. Yeah, and... kind
0: of a precarious time for you right now with the Rangers. Uh, I don't even know how they're still in it, to be honest. <laughs> every, th- every time I check, uh, they're giving up a blown save uh, Chapman. Uh, kind of a, a rough series there. Um, and maybe the Mariners are going to get hot enough to come back and take it. But we're hope praying so... it as long as the Rangers.
1: Fun fact, they physically can't. There is a 95, uh, let me rephrase this. As of Wednesday, when we swept the Mariners or uh-huh. swept the Angels, let me take that back. As of Wednesday, after we beat the Angels, we had a 95% chance of making the playoffs and a, like a 90% chance of winning the AL West. All we really needed was two wins or one win and the Astros to lose. We have now since then lost a blown save by Chapman, which kills me. And then got throttled last night. Uh, Bad news for the Rangers, which just keeps getting worse. John Gray is on the I.L. We did not have a pitcher for Saturday, today, and or Sunday. So there is a possibility of two bullpen days. And for fuck's sakes, you know what we're worse at? We are worse in the bullpen.
0: Correct. Not so, the ideal scenario.
1: <laughs> I had to look it up. There's only two scenarios in which we do not make the playoffs. Okay. Scenario number one, we lose two games. The Astros lose once, but win the next game. So then that would allow the Astros to win the division and potentially have the Mariners be the or the Blue Jays be the wild card spot? I think. If the Astros win out and the Rangers lose two, the Astros would be the AL West champ. We would be the wild card team because we have the tiebreaker with both the Blue Jays and the Mariners. Now, this is where it gets crazy.
2: If the Astros lose two games and we lose two games. We become the AOS champs.
1: And the Astros would be in the wild card spot, the Mariners would miss the playoffs. So this is the hellhole we're living in. Uh, still shows we have a really good chance of winning the division, but I I'm sick and tired of having any kind of hope and faith. I'm just assuming somehow, some way, one of these two options will fuck me. Yeah. It's like a death that, of a thousand uh, paper cuts.
0: Not great. Uh, who Who's had the uh, worst week uh, this week? The uh, Broncos defense or the uh, Rangers bullpen? <laughs> it's, uh, it's been a crazy week here. Um, okay, well, uh, I guess you wanna just touch on the Thursday night game. We saw the Lions go into Lambeau. Uh, this had to excite you a little bit uh, and just pretty much do whatever they want to Green Bay, which I thought, you know, I still have Green Bay in the good team category. Um, Lions really came out rolling. Uh, Jameer Gibbs' owners are a little upset about uh, David Montgomery being back, um, but Lions look good, and now they get Jameson Williams back early from the gambling suspension.
1: Yeah, I mean, I still yeah. look at the Packers as a decent team. I don't think they're winning a division, but potentially a wildcard team in the NFC. I think at the end of the day, the Lions are just a flat-out good team. Just Plain and simple. Defensively, they got a lot of tools back there. Aiden Hutchinson is a fucking specimen. Yeah. Uh, David Montgomery still David Montgomery. I'm glad he's in a place where they actually use him correctly. That makes me very happy for him, just as a massive fan. I hope he continues to do well. Uh, It is nice to see the Packers lose. They were getting a little cocky, but... No, I it, I think it was one of those things where it was just an absolute no-brainer. Um, yeah. I can't believe the spread was as low as it was. I was on the Lions' money line. I tweeted it out. Pretty pretty plain and simple, easy bet.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a good hit for us on uh, Thursday night. Um, all right, well, this uh, Sunday, first off, we have a London game. The London Jaguars hosting the Atlanta Falcons. Um It's listing Jaguars by three right now, which kind of feels high compared to how really shitty the Jags have played so far this year.
2: Uh, And the Falcons are frisky. Uh, I guess, what do you got for this?
1: So I looked at all the numbers, looked at all stats. I assume, and I think we're kind of low balling what the Texans are this year. I think the Texans actually have a pretty explosive offense. The Jags are struggling in the pass game. And that's really all the Texans do is just throw the ball, Um, which is completely the opposite of what the Falcons are. That is a 70 to 80% run team Yep. versus the Jags, which has a good run defense. So I think it is kind of appropriate spread here. The Jags are the home team and kind of London's team. So they know how to do this. They've done this their entire career. If you've ever been on the Jags longer than five years. I'm on the Jaguars' money line. I got this really early at minus 155. It's now in the 160s, almost 170s. I still feel pretty good about that. I'm not really touching the spread. I do think the Falcons can keep it close, simply just running it down their throats. Um, That's why I, I think the Jaguars' money line is the safest thing. And honestly, because it is a London game, I don't know how these guys react. I don't know their schedule. I would assume that this game goes under forty-three and a half as well.
0: Yeah, I think um, I would lean towards a slight under there. Um, really hoping the Jags' offense can get going. Uh, Trevor Lawrence and Calvin Ridley are definitely hurting me in a couple leagues uh, so far, and I think to be honest, they've just been a little unlucky. I think I saw a stat; they have like six touchdowns that were like missed by like less than like two inches. I could put just foots on the line in the back of the end zone. Um, so maybe they're a little bit better than we're giving them credit for. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I personally never mind uh, a London game because that's just extra football, if that makes sense, right? You, you, the 1 o'clock hour, you just take one of those games and put them there. And then now we have, what, 12 and a half hours of football on a Sunday. <laughs> so no complaints over here. Um, yeah, let's go with the Jags money line on that. Um, All right, next up, game of the week. Probably game of the early season right now. Uh, Dolphins somehow are the underdog going into Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo's favored by three. Can you, I mean, as good as the Dolphins team has been the first three games, can you even imagine that you're getting
2: plus 130 on their money line right now?
1: Yeah, I guess I can. I mean... If, if we're looking not, at the very beginning of the year.
0: Yeah, not that, like, you know, beating the Broncos by 70 is, you know, <laughs> something that really pads your resume, but um, just from how they looked, I just, I'm shocked. Uh, do you have the ability to see what the money is on that game?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I got it right here. And definitely am looking at it as we speak. So hold up, there's a massive chunk of people. Nope, it's pretty split. I mean, 53% of the bets are on the Bills. 80% of the money, though, is on the Bills. So, take that for what you will. I do perfectly, just straightforward with you, I do see this as a fairly even match. I do lean the Dolphins simply because Jordan Poyer is out.
2: I think they're going to struggle the, in the
1: passing game. Yeah, it's. I feel like the plus three would be the right choice. Taking yeah. Dolphins plus three, three, and if I could buy it up to three and a half, I will.
2: Yeah, because I mean, I, I mean, it's just crazy <laughs> to
0: me. Uh, you know, the if the Dolphins go the route of like the ninety nine Rams and just put up thirty five a game. Um, I just don't see, could this be the last, if the Dolphins win this, is this the last game they are underdogs for the rest of the year?
1: Uh, I mean, yeah, probably. I would say that there might be the occasional, like, okay, they've already, and I'm looking at like things that they couldn't like where they're like, they've already played in new England. They've already played They're in Buffalo. So everything else will be majority at home for the the divisional games. Right. So yeah, no, this is probably the last time you get them as a dog. Uh so I mean, almost look at yeah. that as a gift. How do you feel about that 53 and a half? I mean, this game typically goes over that. Uh this head-to-head Miami and Buffalo the last 10 games, 7 have gone over. I'm yeah. looking just at the la- like the most recent last two games. Last year it was 34-31, 32-29. I think Dolphins offense has gotten better from last year. I think both of those games, we didn't even have Tua. We had Teddy Two Gloves playing.
2: Yeah. And I think, I, you I, you know, think, I think the, the Bills will put up points for sure. Right?
1: I, I don't agree. think we
2: hold the Bills to less than 20.
1: Right. And so that's it. Like, I... And especially with the, the Bills' defense giving up 20 to the Broncos, i Yeah, I do see that this is going over.
2: Yeah. Okay. Should be a, a fun
0: one. Definitely the highlight uh, of the slate, uh, in my opinion. Um, next up, we got the Vikings going into Carolina. Two 0-3 teams. Somebody has to walk away here with a win. lot of talk about if the Vikings lose this game. Kirk Cousins is going to the Jets. Uh... I'd still be pretty surprised to see that. I'd also just be pretty surprised to see the Vikings lose this game, but they are the Vikings, the the Norse Chargers, <laughs> as I would call them. Uh, anything can happen. What do you got in this one?
1: So it looks like uh, Bryce Young is going to be starting. So that's one thing there. I do feel like we're at the point of the Minnesota Vikings has just lost the locker room kind of stage, and it's only Week Four. I'm. Assuming that, yeah, I'm assuming that the Vikings this is a must-win for them. I don't think it's going to be close, or I I do think it's going to be a close game. Uh, Carolina's offensive line is terrible. Bryce Young is not that good. And, I mean, he's still a rookie. We'll find out about him later in life. I would probably lean Vikings money line. I just don't want to lay the juice of minus two hundred.
0: Yeah, minus two fifteen for me. Uh, the four and a half number is kind of weird. Um, yeah, I don't love <laughs> any of this. Um, if anything, maybe a, a slight lean on the over forty-six and a half. Um, I know the Vikings can put up their half of it, and I know the Vikings will screw up somehow and let the Panthers score the other half. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I figure this is like a 30-27 game, and I would expect the Vikings to win, so... Just give me the slight over on that one.
1: Yeah, I'm probably staying away entirely. This is just an ugly game. Um, if anything, if I had a lean, sort of like the Panthers plus four and a half, just to kind of keep it close.
2: Yeah. Um, all right,
0: well, speaking of ugly games, uh, sorry, buddy, but uh, Denver going into Chicago. Um, Bears are getting three points here. Uh, is it wrong to maybe like the Bears, even though they can't really do too much? Uh, I don't know. Is this the Justin Fields bounce back game that gets him, I don't know, two more games before they try to talk about replacing him and tanking?
1: I think we're at that point of the quarterback cycle in Chicago Bears history. It's been, I'll, I'll explain it to the people that don't know. Okay. So basically, we get a brand new quarterback. He's yep. typically a mobile, run around the park, run around all over the place kind of guy. Oh, sounds awesome. Yeah, looks great. Looks great. Uh, Then once he lands on the NFL, they're like, oh, man, we need to protect him. So we're going to turn him into a pocket passer. So we're at that step right now. We're about to go to this next step. Man, he is not as good as we think he is as a pocket passer. We should probably just let him play his game. Then he lights it up. And then he gets one bad hit in that game, and they go back to square one again. It's like, oh, man, we should really make this a pocket passer. (laughs) So I think we are at the Justin Fields just runs all over the place. I, I have convinced myself that the bears will win this game. If not, they will. I, I, I'm almost at the same step of like, I want Owen 17. This isn't a team that's going to make the playoffs. So why even try this year? I just got a feeling that yes, they will. There is a very good chance they win this game. That's why I am taking the bears plus three and a half. I feel pretty good about it, too. I Everything says take the, the Broncos. They have a better coach. They have a better quarterback. They have a better defense. It better makes receivers. no sense, so therefore, it makes sense.
0: Okay. Um, without looking at it, what would you guess the over-under for Justin Fields' rushing yards is?
1: It's got to be around 70.
0: 57.5. What do you think the over-under for Rashawn Johnson rushing yards
1: is? Roshan Johnson, please. Roshan. Um, rushing yards. Gotta be in the 30s, right?
2: 33
0: and a half.
1: Yeah, because they... I mean, that's fair. They split They split Khalil, Roshan, and Deontay form in like 33, 33, 33. It's just not a good... They have not figured out how to use a committee. Uh, running back, so back is terrible.
0: Is that uh, Roshan is going to be starting? That's a little rumor I heard. Um, also, we just saw what the Dolphins' fifth string running back did. Uh, is there any reason not to just sprinkle some on the Bears rushing over?
1: I expect Rojo to have around 30 yards. I think he just gets under. I expect Justin Fields to get anywhere from 55 to 56. I think uh, on my book, his line is at sixty and a half. No, I don't. There's so many better things to put your money on this week for props. Until okay. proven otherwise, I will let y'all know when it's going to get better. But this is not the week. I really do expect us. This could be just a simple 7 to 10 style game in the Bears cover. Yeah.
2: Okay. Um. It's that one there. What do you have for as this starts to load here? Our next
0: game is ooh Baltimore Cleveland. This is a
2: a little spicy one. Apparently Deshaun might not play. Question mark.
1: I have not seen that.
2: Yeah, I forget what the the reasoning was, but it was it's a it's an injury thing. Um, that's why I was
0: it looks, off for a little bit.
1: Looks like he's expected to be active for Sunday's contest versus the Ravens, despite a right shoulder issue. So it looks like that's not a problem there. Okay, good. got that taken care of. So we're looking decent there. Uh,
0: so I guess how do you lean on this? Browns are favored by two. They're at home. The defense looks amazing so far. Um, Lamar is going to be missing some weapons, which I'm sure he's just used to at this point. Um, It's basically Lamar, Mark Andrews, and Zay Flowers versus the Browns defense. Um, Kind of feels like, especially the Browns crowd, will be fired up for this one. I like the Browns minus two. What do you got on it?
1: I am with you. I'm on the Browns. Minus one and a half, two, yeah, I like that a lot. Uh, thing is, is, I watched that Ravens Colts game. Colts don't have a good defense. Let's really kind of bring that down. That is not yeah. a team that like brags about defense. Uh, I really think they got caught by the Minshew mania bug, which is fine. It happens to a lot of NFL teams it happens once a year for Minshew there. Uh, but at at the end of the day, it's just I'm not sold on the Ravens. I just you feel like either. that offense is getting really more dull and dull as the year goes by. Very exciting at the first, but now I feel like every NFL team has figured out a way to contain him and I don't see like you don't see the Ravens putting up more than like thirty a game anymore. It's really like a fifteen and then they win by a field goal by Tucker.
0: I'm Ravens uh, PR team is uh deserves a raise after all offseason getting all of us to believe that the Ravens were basically going to turn into what the Dolphins are this year.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. It, it's
2: really just an uh... ugly
1: chaotic offense I feel like it's every time I like look up at their game it's like okay, Lamar scrambling, scrambling, scrambling. He runs 50 yards only go 3 yards. He's just running around the entire it, it's just not a fun thing to watch. It's like watching yeah. a slightly better version of the Bears.
0: Yeah, I'll go Browns minus two, and then I'll also probably sprinkle a little bit on the Zay Flowers over four and a half receptions. I think they're going to run uh, a lot of screen passes and stuff like that. Quick, quick passes to mitigate that Browns pass rush uh, and try to protect Lamar. Um, and you know, between him and Andrews, those are basically the only two options. So. Um, you actually four and half. beat me
1: to it, dude. It's at four and a half. Yep. So this is something I would actually do a ladder on. So get the four and a half, sprinkle a little bit on the five, uh, the six, the seven, and the eight, all the way to the nine. That would be my ladder we'll pick of this game for receptions. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna have a bold prediction here. I think he gets exactly seven.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, that will work for my four and a half, uh, bet for sure. Exactly. Um, okay. Uh, next up, this is kind of a, a interesting one. Um, the Steelers are somehow two and one, <laughs> uh, going into Houston Texans, uh, maybe not red hot, but they're, they're buzzing a little bit down there. Uh, I think they like their team. Um, obviously I don't see them, you know, making the playoffs necessarily, but, They're a spicy team. They're a little bit of a spicy meatball. CJ Stroud has been very good so far. They have a lot of exciting wide receivers who are balling out. Um, And then they get the Steelers on the road. What do you got for this?
1: I like the under. Um, Reason why Steelers defense is probably, what, top three in the league? But with a very, very bad offense. And then I look at the Texans. I think their defense is also, it, it's very yin and yang for both of these teams. Offense is good for the Texans, defense is bad for the Texans. Vice versa, completely. Steelers, good defense, bad offense. I feel like this is a just a good matchup in general. I think that that's just the too bad against good is going to really cause us the game to go under, if that makes any sense.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely going to take the Texans and the points here. Um... I don't know that I'm going to take the under um, just because yeah, the Steelers offense has not been, you know, what what they wanted it to be. But also, I mean, their first two games were 49ers and Browns, which is the two best defenses. That's, yeah, uh, that's a good point. So I want to give them a little bit of a slack and really kind of see how they perform here against a, a good but not necessarily shut down or dominant uh, Texans defense. Um, and – I don't know. Uh, I just feel like it's going to be a three-point game either way, so you might as well take the plus three at home, uh, maybe get it to th- plus three and a half, and, uh, and it should be a close one. It should be a, a decent one to watch, too.
1: Yeah, I will be on the Steelers, um, and I am a Texans weird kind of like supporter over here, like most years, but I, just in general, I think the Steelers can actually score a couple defensive touchdowns this weekend. It's a Steelers versus a rookie quarterback. That's the way I look at it. I think that three is a pretty easy easy number to cover.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Rams, Colts. Uh, one and two Rams going into this somehow two and one uh, Indianapolis Colts. I believe they are expecting Anthony Richard back, Richardson back for this one. Um. And it is
2: and a they, pick em.
1: Yeah, and that doesn't make any sense. Because um, – the Rams have looked not great or not. I know their record is one of two, but they look better than they did last year.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, and we know the Colts secondary is garbage. Um, you and me are like two phone calls away from starting in the Colts secondary. Um, Matt Stafford has certainly looked good so far. He's healthy from what I can tell. Uh, And uh, those young wide receivers look pretty fresh. I would expect a a pretty big day. Um, What do you do? You have any numbers on the Rams team total for this game?
1: Uh, I give me two. Probably,
0: it's probably around twenty-three. Would be
2: my guess. And if that's the case, I kind of like the Rams team total.
1: I wish it was just simple. I don't think I have anything yet.
2: Oh, I, no, I, actually, I can look that up um, while
0: you give your pick for it.
1: So, I would typically lean, hey, this is a Rams money line pick. Just don't be dumb. I I just can't. I don't know why. I don't know why. I think there's 80% of the money is on the, Colt, or the, on the Rams.
2: It is uh, 23 and a half. The uh, Colts half. are... 22-and-a-half. Um, I would say that I like...
0: I definitely like, actually, probably both the game over and the Rams team total over uh, for that one. It's probably where I'm leaning.
1: All right, I'm doing it. Give me the Rams, just straight up.
0: Yeah, the Rams tick them. We'll see uh, how if how healthy Richardson is, although I think it it was just a concussion, right? That got him out.
1: Yeah, it was just a concussion. The other thing is, is that even if he isn't healthy, I still feel like Gardner can actually take care of the ball a little bit. It doesn't necessarily matter in my mind. I don't think I really give a shit who The quarterback is. I also think Aaron Donald will figure out how to get to either one of these guys.
0: Next up, we got the bucks going into new Orleans. Uh New Orleans is a minus three and a half favorite against uh Baker Mayfield. And the best part about this is we get Jameis back. Finally, our prayers have been answered. Jameis is back in a starting role and he's playing his former team. Um this is another one that's must watch for me, uh, because as we know with Jameis, anything is possible. Uh what do you got for this?
1: Uh bucks plus three and a half, there's no debate about it. <laughs>
0: What if in the first quarter Mike Evans and uh, Lattimore both get ejected again? Do you still feel that way?
1: Then it's a good Godwin day.
0: Yeah, yeah. Maybe there's a maybe there's a little action there. Um, I don't have the Bucks uh, plus three and a half. I'm actually going to go Saints money line here. Um, I think the Saints have a, a very good defense. Um and as long as Jameis can eliminate the bad stuff, um, I kinda like their matchup. I think they're a slightly better version of the same Bucks team, which is play hard defense, don't make mistakes, and at the end make one or two plays, have enough talent to make one or two plays. Also Alvin Kamara is back in this game. Um interested to see how uh how he looks. A lot of talk this offseason about him regaining his burst. So, uh, as someone who has some stash in quite a few fantasy leagues, very important for me, uh, Alvin Kamara, to look good today. So, Anything else yeah. you got on Buck Saints?
1: Um, no, I think the Saints' defense isn't that good. Uh, they basically blew a 17-0 lead to the Packers, which we just watched them play. I... Have watched Kamara with Dennis Allen's system last year. You're going to be wildly disappointed. I think the Bucks will win this game outright. Plus three and a half seems like too much money. Give me the Bucks money line. I'm trying to look and see if there's any kind of props I can kind of fiddle around with here. Uh, I'm looking. There's not a lot of good value in this game, I think, just because it's such a weird one. Yeah. Give me a Jameis Winston interception. Um, for me, it's okay. minus one thirty. Not nothing crazy. I mean, no, you have seen it not... happen a thousand times. Don't see yeah. why why we would not bet it now. So yeah, I just I'm not sold on the Saints. I think Dennis Allen is the second worst coach in the NFL. I'm not worried about
2: this. disagree. Yeah, I don't know uh,
0: who you have noticed is the worst coach.
1: I think Brandon Staley is the dumbest piece of shit on earth.
0: I was gonna say Brandon Staley. Yep. Okay. Cool. We're on the same page. Uh, next up, uh, the Washington Commanders going into Philadelphia. Undefeated Eagles, nine and a half point favorites. Um, the Washington Commanders O line is, I mean, it, it's just, it's the bottom tier. It cannot be, there's nobody worse at uh, blocking the pass rush. Um, Eagles, one of the best pass rushing teams in the NFL. Um, if Sam Howell got murdered
2: all game last game and it's not going to be any easier. Um, What do you got for this one? uh,
1: Not not great feeling about this, but I'm going to have to do it. I like the Commanders plus nine and a half. Here's why. This is just my thought process. I know. I've watched now three Eagles games. All three have been offensively slow starts. I know how bad the commanders are. I mean, but at the same time, they're still two and one team. They're not god awful. That O line is rough. I believe that this is a very low scoring game. Therefore, I'm on the really plus nine and a
2: half. See, I
0: feel the opposite. I think I like the over. Um, I like there to be a lot of big plays in this game. This is probably one of those ones where you take longest reception. Uh, over, or maybe even longest touchdown over in the yards.
2: Um, I wonder if they have the
0: Philadelphia defense first touchdown. Thirty to one. Telling me that's not worth a little sprinkle. Uh, Sam Howell threw four interceptions last week and took nine sacks. Uh, 30 to one feels like a gift there for a little sprinkle. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I'm definitely not going to take the minus nine and a half or the plus nine and a half. Uh, I'm just going to look for some little prop action here. Um, maybe bet the over on the amount of sacks for the Eagles. I'm trying to find it. I honestly, to be honest, I just don't know where to find it at. Um, and that's where I'm kind of leaning on this. Anything else you got on that one?
1: Um, yeah, I feel... I feel like this is going to be more of a Brian Robinson day. I like his line is over 55 and a half. I, I like the over on that. He's done that quite a bit. I know that he's going up against a much better defense than he has, but he has hit, since he's been in the league, he's hit over 55 rushing yards every single game. Correct.
0: Correct me if I'm wrong, but don't they use Brian Robinson a lot in the passing game?
1: Yep, correct. So, I mean, if you want to even switch that over to... Rush and receiving um, yards, it's at
0: 65 well, and a half. Yeah. His over-under for receiving yards is six and a half.
1: Correct. <laughs> am
0: I not... Am I just, like, making a... Like, uh, that doesn't seem like a... Not like a real number, but, like, why is it that number? I'm going to look that up while well, we're here. Uh...
1: He had 42 against Denver. He had seven yep. against the Cardinals and then he had zero against the Bills. So I think it really comes down to just Interesting. just yeah. the defense that he's going up against. And uh, Eagles have a good defense that could be I I think he's more of a he can run the ball. I think that's gonna be the safer play there. It would be the first time in his career he gets under 55 and a half, and that's what the line set at. Yeah.
2: Cool. Um,
0: Let's see. What do we got next? Bengals-Titans. Love, love, love this game uh, for one reason only, and that is Joe Burrow
2: over 1.5 touchdowns. I think that this is the week where he solves it. And let's see what that is. That is...
0: Yeah, only minus 114. And that Titans secondary is... Maybe point oh 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 one better than the Colts.
1: Uh, for Eagles, like... I will take the under one and a half Joe Burrow touchdowns.
2: Really? You think Burrow's cooked?
1: I don't think he's cooked. I just think the Titans are decent. I mean, they've held multiple quarterbacks to one touchdown. It's
0: that terrible logic. I just, I just look at it over and over, and I'm like. He should put up three touchdowns. Um, Bengals are minus two and a half favorite uh, on the road, uh, minus one forty-five money line, over under forty-one. Um What do you? I guess if you also, if you don't think that he gets to two touchdowns, maybe there's a play there with the under as well, parlaying that.
1: Oh damn! Well, I am on the uh, Titans and I'm on the under. I'm on the Titans plus okay. two and a half, and I love the under on this game as well just not a massive fan of this Bengals team I probably never will be uh, yeah it's fair give me one more week of the Bengals sucking then I'll hop back on their bandwagon just for gambling okay. purposes because that's, that's been the pattern for the last three years with them I, I saw that Joe Burrow doesn't have an injury report so he's completely off that I still feel like what I watched last week was not great from him
2: no,
0: but hopefully he's just playing his way into shape. I guess if you're a Bengals fan, that's what you're convincing yourself on. Um, that's yeah, not a, not a great start, though, so far. Um, all right, 4 o'clock games. Raiders at the Chargers. Raiders got a lot of bad juju going right now. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> I don't know. Do I trust the Chargers? No. Um, I... Where would you go with this one? Maybe the over forty eight and a half?
1: Yeah, I feel pretty gross saying this out loud. Um I had a talk with the Raider buddy yesterday. He's like, I think I'm gonna hammer the Chargers. Like, all right, let's let's stop and let's take a quick look. <laughs> before we do anything brass gear.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Chargers have no Eckler. They have no Mike Williams.
2: Yep. Yep.
1: Chargers have JC Jackson arrested. Not on the not on the defense this week. Yep. Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa have been basically worthless for the last three weeks. Oh um, I have convinced myself, that, and especially since this is an L.A. game, meaning it is going to be almost 70% Raider fans there. I have convinced yeah. myself, and I got this early, early in the week, so it doesn't necessarily count now, but I got the Raiders plus five and a half. I think it's dropped down to four overnight.
2: Okay, I'm still showing five on my end.
1: Um... Buy it up to half a point, then. I mean, that is a that is a devil's underdog number there. So I will never bet minus five and a half. Same with minus four and a half. I think this is a divisional game. It will be close. I my issue yeah. with the over like you were saying, is that both of these offenses have coaches that are ran by complete fucking dipshits. There's going to be multiple times where it's fourth and one and they could get the easy points and they're going to try to go for it and miss. That is my biggest concern with a high total like that and because both of these teams consistently do it.
0: Yeah, you might be right on that. Um, I haven't seen if Jacoby Myers is back for the Raiders. I hope so. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think you might have talked me out of the over there.
1: Yeah, the the Raiders are just, uh, what did Stephen A. call it? I giggled when he said it. Uh, they're Devontae Adams and a bag of chips.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much uh, at this point.
1: Yeah, no, but on, other than that, is there any two teams that have a worse? Like, let's take the Bears out of the situation. This locker room is fucked on both sides. I don't think, because a lot of people are like, oh, well, there's a lot of bad vibes going on in the Raiders. I'm like, yeah, but same with the Chargers. I, there's not... Both sides look like they're going to turn on their coach and stab them.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, I mean, it's, and yet it's still watchable because of, I guess, fantasy football. This is a, another reason why fantasy football is so amazing because this is a, a interesting game to watch for fantasy football and a terrible game to watch otherwise. Um, but it's in the 4 o'clock slate. There's not many other games. So we'll definitely still keep an eye on it.
1: Also uh, just looking right. at the money splits right here. Mm-hmm. I think it's probably best to share this news. Uh there's twenty six percent of the bets on the Raiders, but fifty-nine percent of the money's on them. Seventy four percent of the bets are on either. the Chargers, forty one percent of the money's on them. So there's some weird shit going on there.
0: Interesting. While we're doing that, I would just want to see real quick. Josh Palmer only Three and a half over under receptions. Uh, I think I saw a stat that when Mike Williams was not playing, uh, Josh Palmer, if you take all those games, which I guess in the last two years is like 11 or so, um, Josh Palmer is a top eight fantasy uh, receiver. Uh, Only three and a half is real low for receptions. Um, Real, real low. Mike Williams is getting, what, 14 targets? So uh, that's going to be interesting. And Quentin Johnson has not looked very good so far for them. So, um, yeah, I like the Josh Palmer over three and a half receptions on that. Um, All right, Patriots at the Cowboys. Cowboys are six and a half point favorites. Mac Jones has obviously not looked great so far this year. And the Cowboys, which Cowboys team are we going to see today? Um, I have no idea. I feel like going to my head. Yeah, I would take the Cowboys, but also the Arizona thing was a little
2: little troubling if you're a Cowboys fan.
1: Yeah, and, I, and that it's one of those Cowboy games where it's like, okay, this happens once a year. It's people freak out, they overreact, and I think we're actually getting an overreacting line at this point because of that. This opened up at minus four and a half Cowboys favored, which makes sense. That would if that was a line today, I would still understand why I really think the six and a half is too many points. Uh, Patriots have been in every single game they've played in yep. against the Eagles, the dolphins, they've kept it semi close in every single one. Yeah. They did not score well against the jets D, but we all know they have an absolute deadly kind of defense out there, even though with the terrible offense, I have convinced myself that I am taking the Patriots plus seven. I will probably put them in a long shot underdog parlay, little lottery ticket, just money line. I think I really think the no Stefan Diggs has affected that defense way more than I thought it would. Stefan
0: Diggs, yeah. Oh
2: yes, thank you.
0: Yeah, I just can't do it. I just don't I'd look at the Patriots' offense and, you know, for them to beat the Cowboys, they have to get to, what, 20? Um, I don't know. I, I'm going to lean towards, I guess, the Cowboys' money line, even though it's minus 275. Um, maybe throw that in a parlay. I don't feel particularly great about the over-under either. Um, so this game is just kind of a stay away for me. Um, anything else you got on it?
1: Yeah, I'm not sure why we're shitting on the Patriots offense. I mean, they put up 20 against the Eagles, 17 against the, uh, the Dolphins, 15 against the Jets, three really good teams. Yeah, uh, Cowboys yeah. have given up a lot more since their yeah. Jets game. I really think that this, this will be a kind of a Mike McCarthy outdoes himself here kind of situation as he's calling plays. I really think when there is a big matchup, like a big name that's against him, is brain fries. Um, I expect Bill Belichick to keep this thing close.
0: I like the Ramondre over, which is 55 and a half.
2: What do you think the Zeke over is?
1: Uh, Zeke's gotta be 30,
2: 40. Zeke looked pretty
0: good last week um, for them. Uh, I think he got to 74 yards or something. Yeah. Uh, he
1: had a massive game.
0: 27 and a half. And we just saw the Cardinals run all over the Cowboys. Um, so if you have be...
1: it at 27 and a half, I would take the over right now. Because I think every other book in line I'm seeing right now, it's around 30.
2: Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, just go ahead and a little, little sprinkle.
1: Why not? Um,
0: okay. Next up, we got those Cardinals fresh off... Uh, a pretty exciting uh, franchise win for them. Um, but now they're going into San Francisco. Uh, the 49ers, who look pretty dominant, but are maybe starting to get a little banged up, which is the classic MO for the 49ers.
2: 14-point spread here. I kind of feel like I already know where you're leaning here, but what do you got?
1: Where where do you think I'm going with this?
0: Cardinals plus 14.
1: I will be on the 49ers minus
0: 14.5. Really? Yeah. Ah, I thought thought you were big uh, on people underrating the Cardinals.
1: No, I am. Uh, The difference is that this 49ers team is going to win the Super Bowl this year. Um, I'm sorry, Miami, what? (laughs) Yeah, I think it's going to be a a 49ers-Dolphins Super Bowl. I've said this on week one or after week one. I'm pretty convinced in it. I think this is going to be like total 1990s Super Bowl. There better be 1990s flashbacks of both teams. Uh, yeah, no, I really like the 49ers uh, to just win by 21 plus. I would even wow. go to the point of saying like they do what the Dolphins did to the Broncos last week. This wow. could be a 30 to 40 point beatdown. Here's the thing. After every single football game we've ever watched where there is an emotional. Should not have won game, but we won. There's usually a massive letdown downfall and their letdown game is against the best team in football. I'm pretty convinced this is going to end ugly for them. I mean, we're in once again 52% of the people are betting Cardinals. I think the book wants me to take the Cardinals because of that massive spread. I'm not falling for their fucking tricks. Give me the 49ers -14. Okay.
0: I like it. Um I don't have any lines on the Ayuk overs, uh, but he is back and healthy and uh, Debo might not play and there are other right wide receiver. Uh, I don't know why I might be blanking on him, um, but he might not play. Um, so give me the IUK overs, receptions, yards, probably IUK even anytime touchdown.
1: Uh, so just like- to kind of go over that with you then, uh, receptions, Brandon Ayuke is not available, but I just had, that's so dumb. I have him from rushing receiving yards, but not receptions. <laughs> The line is a fifty two and a half on my book. I would assume easily he gets over that. yeah, um, that being said, then I would assume that his receptions are going to be anywhere from like four and a half. That should be that line. they both Yeah, don't hate it. Um uh, trying to think if there's anything on this that I do like. um, let's go back to passing yards because Brock Purdy really railed me last week. It was his first game that he had, like, 300 yards since last year. I expect him to go un... Nope, can't do it. Can't do it. Can't tell the people to do too too <laughs> it. Too low? Too low? Yeah, it's still too damn low. I, I thought it would be anywhere from, like, 250, 260. It's at, like, 219, so I'm still too damn low on that.
2: Yeah. Uh, no point at that point. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, last...
0: or Not last, but next up. Uh, We've got the uh, Kansas City Swifties uh, going into New York, playing the Zach Wilson Jets. Uh, Kansas City is only an eight-and-a-half-point favorite, which is a crazy thing to say out loud, but um, I don't know. Uh, Is there any reason to think the Jets pull off an upset here?
1: No. Uh, This line officially opened up Week 1 as Chiefs would be a two-point favorite. The Rodgers getting hurt has now made it plus nine, plus eight and a half on some places. I don't think, I really don't think that there's the Jets. I don't think the Jets will come close. I just think it's going to be pretty rough for them.
0: This one is one that just screams teaser to me. Um, Kansas City's defense is pretty feisty. Jets offensive line, not great. Uh, And even if they do give them time, Zach Wilson's still not great. yeah, I don't see why the, you know, even if it's a low-scoring game, it'd be like Chiefs twenty-one to three. Like,
1: yeah, and I think we have to do it. Uh, Travis Kelsey, anytime touchdown. Yeah, My, minus to. one thirty. Got to do it. She's um, in the building,
0: and the team is fully aware. <laughs> There's no debate about it. Um, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I guess yeah. This would just be. One of the probably 15 more Chiefs primetime games we get for the rest of the year, thanks to uh, Miss Swift. Uh, anything else you got on that one?
1: Yeah, just because I fucking want to. Give me the Patrick Mahomes under. Passing yards 78 and a half. Give me the under on that, just for fucking shits and giggles. I'm assuming this is what's going to happen. 278? Okay. I'm assuming by fourth quarter time, they just pull their starters.
2: Okay. Yeah, I mean, I could see it. They just want to get Mahomes uh,
0: off the sideline, hanging out with Kelsey, talking about uh, yeah his relationship. Okay.
2: 100%, yeah. All right.
0: Uh, last, we got the Monday night game, Seahawks-Giants. Um, Seahawks are minus one and a half favorites on the road. Um, Giants, not a whole lot to be excited about right now. Um, other than I think Saquon is back and healthy.
1: Saquon will be back, yep.
0: Um, I don't really have much for this game. I guess maybe give me the Seahawks money line.
2: What do you have?
1: I will be on the Giants plus two. I have them on my book right now. And I like the over on this game. I usually don't like overs, but I think 47.5 is a little low for both of these teams.
0: Uh, Yeah, I'm looking at 47 here. Um, I mean, that means it'll at least be somewhat of a watchable uh, Monday night game, so I'm definitely rooting for that. Um, Yeah, I like the Seahawks, and I I guess also put me down for the over as well.
1: Yeah, I have a couple props I like too on this. I I was looking at this earlier. Uh, Give me a Danny Dimes over 34.5 rushing yards, and I actually have that laddered. It's going to sound crazy. I have a little ladder play on this all the way up to about 90 rushing yards.
0: Oh, my goodness. What's the uh, odds on the 90 rushing yards?
1: I'm actually trying to pull it up now. My computer's just being really slow. Uh, okay. I will get you that answer in a second. But the other thing I do like, I think... Give me a Darren Waller receptions over. I feel okay. like he's due for some kind of targets. He's been craving that shit for a while. And I know the Seahawks uh, are not good at covering tight ends, so I do think that's going to be a good one just for just receptions at that point.
2: Yeah, I'm looking. Uh, for some reason, my book doesn't have receptions uh, on it right now, but... Um, interesting.
1: righty, here we go. If he gets to 90 yards, it is 10 to 1. So, I have this all the way from where it was, 34 and a half. Yep. Uh, after 53 yards, it's just basically plus 120. 63 plus 195, 73, three, 355, 83 yards, 590. Then once he hits 90 yards, it is a 10 to 1 odds there. So I'm doing little sprinkles on each one of those. Uh, total bet that I'm having on this is one and a half units. One unit on just a simple over under there. And then sprinkle another five units on the other five bets, right? That's probably the best way it could help you all out with that.
0: Uh, I always like to just kind of, like, look at the, uh, like, long shot uh, same game parlays. Uh, tell me your thoughts on this. Daniel Jones, 65-plus rushing. Daniel Jones, 265 passing. Darren Waller, 105 receiving. What would you set the I odds think, on that? I th- uh,
1: that's got to be anywhere from 21 plus 21, right?
0: 100?
1: 5,400. Yeah, Okay. The thing is, it's just kind of counter, uh, contradicting itself because I don't see Danny Dimes rushing a shit ton and then also throwing for a shit ton. It's Kind of, that's the way have, I look at have
2: that. One long run, you know, like a 45 yard run, and then kind of be conservative
0: the rest of the game. Or, or you know, if it, if it is a shootout, um, I can see him hitting the 265 passing. Um, I like it because you're combining yeah. 265
2: passing with someone to on the same team to have, you know, over 100 receiving. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, it's still a super long shot, but 54-1 to one is a fun one there. Um, okay, anything else you got on that game? Or any of the other games for this week?
1: Uh, I got something here. I'm just trying to get it popped up. It's just for some reason killing me. Okay.
0: Uh, any last-minute uh, things for boots on the ground today?
1: Uh, yeah. Actually, if we're going to talk about that, I am on Kansas first half spread, plus eight and a half points. I, if you watch any Longhorn games this year, they typically start off slow. So I do like the Kansas to be within a touchdown going into halftime.
0: We need a name for that. The the fact that Texas always starts slow, and you have that like it's like the Choco heart attack at half, the, the halftime heart attack. Uh, Where you're like, all right, we got to turn it on the second half. You know, they have always so far. Uh, But I I I just see
1: every Saturday I've texted y'all guys going like, why can't this just be easy in the beginning? Correct. (laughs) Every single Saturday, I was like, Jesus Christ. Why can't this just be fucking simple? I'm looking at other college things that I have. Hopefully this gets out. I do like USC over Colorado. This will kill that train. I'm looking uh Syracuse. I got them at a really good number at plus seven and a half. Georgia by more than two touchdowns. I like Duke tonight. I've flip flopped and I'm back on Oklahoma minus 19 and a half. And I'm on Washington minus 18
2: and a half. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's all we got for today. Thank you, everyone,
0: for tuning in. Make sure to like, follow us, subscribe. Hit us up on the interwebs. Uh, send us screenshots of your uh, parlays. And, uh, and yeah, we appreciate all the feedback so far. Uh, and we're having fun doing it. So we're going to keep it going. We'll be back uh, probably Tuesday or Thursday this week um, to look forward to some more college. And, uh, yeah, hopefully has a, uh, everyone has a great weekend
2: of football ahead of them.
1: Yep, go Rangers. God bless, guys. All
2: right, see ya.